that's just a big, a big part of this house for me is not just our family, but the people I know that will be, will just be able to welcome in. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. And around here, we know that life is hard and we got to do everything we can to just make it a little bit more lovely. So it's my mission to bring you great conversations, practical tools and information, and a healthy dose of community to help make those things happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to our website at cultivatingthelovely.com, visit our amazing membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, or by connecting with me on Instagram, which is one of my favorite places to interact with all of you. You can find me at Mackenzie Kappa. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hello, ladies. Welcome to July. I can't believe we're in July, but I'm also really thankful we're in July because the first six months of the year were really a dumpster fire, and I think we're all ready to be done with them. So if you would like to take back your July with the rest of us in Cultivating the Lovely, we actually have a whole Take Back Your Life July guide that was released in Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. It's got all sorts of ideas in there to help take you step by step back into planning your life again and getting back on top of it. I know that a lot of us have just felt discouraged and our brains have been in survival mode. All we've been able to think about is the next thing that we need to do. The whole idea of planning has been lost on a lot of us. And so now is the time to start, you know, pulling our heads back out of the difficulty and getting back on our feet again. And I want to be there for you every step of the way as I do the same thing. I created this guide and we've got community and amazing stuff going on over in Patreon. So come and join us over there. It is so much fun. We're doing even more lives than we ever had. We're releasing new videos. There's so much fun stuff going on over there. There's all kinds of different levels you can join from $3 all the way up through the personal coaching levels. So find us at patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely. But in this episode today, Shell and I are talking about creating spaces that we love and that minister to our hearts and to other people's hearts and how to kind of go about finding your own personal style and what that looks like and her process of buying a new house and everything they are doing with it to put their stamp on it and really make it feel like home. It has been so fun to witness her going through this process and she kind of walks us step by step through what she has been doing to figure all of those things out and decide on paint colors and flooring and it's just kind of a fun episode so I hope you really enjoy it and if you want more of these episodes to be coming out soon then I just want to encourage you guys to be telling any of your friends who may have a business that wants to sponsor this podcast because it's been a little rough and so we are probably going to be taking a bit of a hiatus as um, we work to get more sponsors again for the show. We're hoping to maybe re-release some rerun episodes throughout the summer so that we stay in your feed and that sort of thing, but we would really love if uh, we could get some more sponsors and get back on top of things with the show. Of course, you can always find me on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. I love connecting with you guys over there, so please stop over there, say hi, see whatever weird things I'm talking about every day, and don't forget to leave those ratings and reviews in iTunes because they also help the show to stay on its feet. All right, but let's be done with all the business talk and get on with this fun episode with Shell Bruises all about creating a space that you love. 
Okay, Shell, I am so excited to have you back this week. We actually, this is probably going to be our last new episode for a little while. We don't have any sponsors on the books, guys, so hopefully we are going to be getting some new sponsors, but um, if things don't turn around here soon, we're probably going to do some rerun episodes, some of like our favorite episodes throughout the years and bring them back this summer Mm -hmm. just to kind of remind you guys of them and give you something to listen to but we Mm -hmm. hope that we'll be getting sponsors back soon and then we'll be able to be putting out some new episodes again so yes praying those sponsors in (laughs) please do but I do think that we have kind of a fun episode to be talking about and it comes on the heels of a very exciting development for Shell and her family. They just got a new house. Yes, we got the keys on Friday. It was so fun. Um, we had gotten a text from our realtor saying, here's the code to the house. And it was just random. We weren't expecting it to come that way. Like I was thinking, you know, physical keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so then literally we just piled in the car. The kids and I do is at work. But um to run over there and be able to run through it. And yeah, we're so excited. It's um, so exciting. We're not moving in quite yet because we have some things that we really want to do to fix it up and make it our own. But um, but it's coming maybe yes. by, yeah, the end of July or August, depending on what our timeline looks like. So yeah, we're well, pretty excited. And this truly has been, you guys, if you had any idea, I feel like this process has been so long because... Uh-huh. They sold their other house and they were kind of living between two houses for a while. They were in a rental, but they still had the old house and we'd still go back and have gatherings at the old house for like a long time. (laughs) Two months maybe. Yeah. And then that finally closed and then they've just been in the rental and then there's the new house. So now they're between the new house and the rental. (laughs) Yes. Which I'm sure we'll be having parties there before we actually move in because, yeah, we will. Yep, because that's like your your place where you're settling into and you're making home and the new memories. And and so really, we want to do an episode today about creating home, creating Mm -hmm. spaces that minister to us and minister to other people and Mm -hmm like the whole idea behind that and kind of just even figuring out your style and your colors and how to turn a space into a home and into a Mm -hmm. place that really like fills your soul. And so I thought it would be fun because Shell is like a pro at this, you guys. Oh no. Oh Uh -uh. yes. Oh yes. This is like her niche. You guys, if you had any idea, her and her husband have flipped homes before. The last one you lived in was the longest you'd been in a place, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. We were there for four and a half years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I, I tried to count up this morning. I think this is our eighth move since we bought our first house. Wow. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, lots of moves. But this yeah. one is so fun and different. Like with the other houses, I I mean, I've made them what I loved at the time. Yeah. Um, and what I was into at the time. And we did had to do a lot of renovation on those anyway. So I did definitely put my stamp on them, but knowing that it was gonna be like a quick, okay, well then we're gonna turn around and sell it and move to the next yeah. house that's maybe fits our family better that size wise or whatever. And uh, so this house is different. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not 
because we're not planning to flip this house at all. Um, yeah. And so it's it's a really neat feeling to just be able to be like, we're going to settle in here. And yeah. this is feel different, um, but in a really exciting, good way. So Yeah. Um, well, and it may not be your forever home, but it could likely be where you'll be at least through the years the kids are in school and that yes. sort of thing. So, yes. I mean, in that way, it's going to be a long, a, quite a while that you will live mm-hmm. there. So it's like mm-hmm. allows you to be able to settle in and, and truly invest in this mm-hmm. space, like with a longer term vision that you've never mm-hmm. been able to have before. Yeah, it really does. Um, and so it's made me just, I've just spent so much the last few weeks thinking about what, what do I want that to look like? Or what can that look like? Or what, how do I foster just this environment for my children and, and this home that really invites in, I, I guess I just want it to feel like not just home for us, but how do I make those of us coming through our doors, those friends that are going to be coming in, just feel welcomed and loved and seen and known. And so um, that's just a big, a big part of this house for me is not just our family, but the people I know that will be, um, will just be able to welcome in. So um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that part. And it's just made me think about it differently, I guess, um, mm-hmm. and more in more of a long term. Um, so Yeah. Well, and I think just from knowing you, I think this is so, I don't know, unique about you and beautiful about you that that really is such a huge factor. Like who else can share in your home with you? Mm -hmm. I don't think most people go into finding, finding a home and buying it and, you know, developing it in so much thinking of other people. Mm -hmm. And that for you though, has been the thing that's made you comfortable with buying this home. Yeah. I think you yeah. felt like, oh, if it was just for your family, like it was too big, it was too much. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, there's mm-hmm. too many amenities or whatever. Yeah. But now that you've been able to change that perspective of like, you, you know that this is a hospitable place for you where you can uh-huh. minister uh-huh. to other people and that's such a gifting for you. It, I've seen the transition to you having a different level of comfort about it. Yeah, it really was a challenge to accept this home. I know that sounds weird, but um, I feel like God just in the last few weeks, especially has just been like, no, I want you to receive this home as a gift. Like you really just like anything else we have to, in order to be able to um, not feel shame, that's that's false. You know, that, that false sense of guilt or shame is that in order to do that, we have to receive God's love in whatever way, shape or form that comes to us. And so for me, this house is like such a gift for our family, but not just for us. And I mean, even in the transition period of being in this rental house, we have like, there's been such community fostered in our backyards with our neighbors yeah. and our friends just here in the middle, in the waiting. Yeah. And so I just feel like God has been in that, um, even in the weird, like in between, you know? Yeah. And so how much more he wants that to be as we settle into this new home. Um, I, so that's something that I, I just really feel peace about receiving this gift of a home, which came with a pool. Yeah, it was never on our list of things that we were looking for. Um, and yeah, so it just to receive it as a gift and be like, Oh, God, you surprised us with that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Of course, it's my kids dream come true. Like literally, yeah. literally. in the last two days, they have spent probably 20 hours in that pool. Oh and it's God. gross. 
and <laughs> and has not been cleaned, but they don't care. And I'm like, as long as you don't break out in some weird kind of rash, you guys, <laughs> go for it, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. But it's been good. <laughs> I mean, I love too how the Lord has giving you little gifts, I feel like, to verify that this is where yeah. he wants you. Even just like it literally being your child's dream home. Yes. One of Shell's daughters drew a picture yes. like a year ago and it is their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, almost to scale. It's creepy. Like literally yeah. has, so the pool has a slide on it, which is another thing that's like, oh my goodness, not, not just a pool guard, but one with a really fun back slide. Are you kidding yeah. me? Like, um, and so the, in the picture that Lucy drew a year ago in her, of her dream home, which was so cute because she spelled it like J-R-E-E-M, dream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like French pronunciation. Yeah. Um, so cute. That uh, there's this slide. And then in the backdrop of that, and there's the pool below, is a tree house that is yeah. exactly identical in the same spot it is in our current backyard. It, it's so crazy. It's amazing. Um, and she, when she brought it to me last week, because she had told me, hey, mom, remember when I drew that picture of my dream home and it looks just like our new backyard? And I thought, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't remember exactly how much it looked like it. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. there's a diving board in there. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you're right. God has confirmed in, I mean, in really intimate, special, beautiful, little miracle ways um, that we are supposed to be in this place. And um, it's not just for us, not selfishly, but it's for community and it's for sharing. So, yeah. <laughs> Which is just such an amazing, amazing perspective to have. Mm. But mm. it's been fun to see. I mean, like with the last home that you had, you were in for longer than you'd been in any of the other ones. Mm -hmm. But like we were kind of talking about, I don't know, last night, maybe like mm -hmm. that home, you you did some renovation things like you finished the basement mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and in the end you ended up doing the bathrooms like right before uh -huh. you left and, and you really made the yard throughout that time, but you didn't do a whole lot else to alter the space to just like fully make it your own. You kind of like right. let it be and you worked with mm -hmm. what you had, mm -hmm. but coming into this home, it's truly like, what can we change to make this beautiful for us mm -hmm. and I I mean the last home it was it was very like retro 50s sort of mm -hmm. and you did such a beautiful job of making that space feel modern and fresh mm -hmm. even though you didn't change a whole lot mm -hmm. and so I'm wondering how that is different for you how you're really going into this new space like developing like what style you want how to <laughs> look like what has been your process? I mean, I kind of know what your process, but I want you to explain it to everybody how you're doing that. Mm. Well, I love the idea of embracing your space. Like what you said, if you can't do anything major, how do you make it feel home? Mm -hmm. Like home when you're not able to spend a lot of money, let's say, or yeah, what little things can you do to really embrace the space? The other house was just so big and spacious. It's almost like we didn't have, it took time to yeah. fill it. But then it was fun because we were going with that more mid-century, which yeah. as I've I've kind of leaned into that, I've realized I really love that style. And David and I too together, he loves the clean line. He mm -hmm. loves a more minimal look. And so it's been it's been a transition for us kind of style-wise. Um, but going into this new house, it was so fun. He's actually the one who said, I really want to do this like light European oak look on the floor. And so we ended up finding um yeah, some luxury vinyl that's 
it's going to be great. And it's, it's light. It's going to really lighten the space. Um, and it is very, what is kind of trending right now. And mm-hmm. that's fun. But for me, just like discovering little things about like the, the direction that you lay the floor in, like if you go lengthwise across the room, it just gives it, it's such a different look. And mm-hmm. for me comparing on Pinterest, like if I pull up a picture, but then I want to see what is a contrasting look. And I was just looking at the picture going, what's different about this? Like here's two yeah. different floors that are very similar, but it was the, the direction the wood was laid yeah. made a huge difference in the room. Um, and then the other day I did that too, with, we were talking about doing a mantle and we want to do just a wood, like simple wood mantle for our fireplace. Um, but I knew the kind I didn't want, which is kind of that gray, um, rough hewn mm-hmm. um, wood. I was like, I don't want that, but what do I want? And so pulling it up on Pinterest because Pinterest is my visual, like I, sure. I need to see it. And so I will, I'll just type in any random thing and then look through, but they had two side-by-side pictures. And I was like, I want this. I want one that has more of a clear veneer and it's smooth and shiny. And um, so, yeah, that has been really interesting and an easy way to kind of see um mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out, find words to like, what do I want? But for me, looking through um, images of home, beautiful homes that are already, you know, and pulling out the pieces that I'm like, oh, I think this would be neat. And can we afford this? And can we make it like, how do we make it affordable? Or yeah, um, yeah, how do we make it work? <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, and I love that. And I think it, for me, it reminds me a lot of what Michael and Smith, the nester, talks about yes. with Pinterest. And when I had her on the show, even, she talked about this with her last book that came out, was it last mm-hmm. fall, I think? Um, and she was saying that when she's thinking of a new space, she just goes on and she pins everything that looks like, ooh, I, that just like hits a note for me. I like uh-huh. And she puts it all in a board, but then when she goes back to that board, it may not be that she's going to pick everything that's there, but it lets her see the similarities of what the things that she's obviously drawn to. Yes. And I did that with like a bedroom board, I don't know, a year ago. And I had a bunch of people say like, oh, clearly you like like a high headboard. And you know, like there were just, there were similarities between the pictures Uh that kind of help you define, oh, that's, that must be something that I really like, even if you Mm -hmm. don't for sure know going in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a really helpful just to have, yeah. If there's something you love about the picture, pin it and then come back to it later as you're kind of like, fine tuning. What is it that I yeah. like about this? And then I've noticed there's some things after I look enough times, I'll delete one because I'm like, actually, yeah. this is the one I decided I prefer. And this is why, as I've thought through the process. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's, it's so much fun, but it just takes time. I feel like to kind of sit with it and settle it, mm-hmm. settle in on what feels most like you. Um, it's, yeah, I, I love it. I've spent a lot of hours on Pinterest in the last few weeks. Um, yeah. um, but it's such a great tool. It's free. And I mean, it's like this, I even yeah. will go like the other day I was thinking, okay, so we're going to do carpet in our bedroom, we think. Um, and then we're thinking we're going to paint it. One of the colors that we really loved in our other house that we just had freshly painted was agreeable gray, which is a really great neutral that has mm-hmm. kind of warm undertones. And I think it's, it's a really popular gray right now. Um, a lot of people have used it and love it. And so I think what company is it by, um, I, oh, it's either Sherwin Williams or, oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, it could be Benjamin Moore. I, I think it could be Benjamin Moore. 
Okay. Um, we might have to look that up. We could put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, anyhow, they, I was trying to figure out like, okay, if we did agreeable gray on the wall, what could we do for carpet that would look good with that? And so I was like, what if I just go on Pinterest and type in agreeable gray walls with carpet and try and look through some images, you know, to mm-hmm. help me visualize like carpet is kind of hard for me. It's a harder one for me to kind of pick. I don't know. I haven't picked a lot of carpet because a lot of our houses have been older and they've already had wood mm-hmm. um, that we refinished or whatever. So carpet feels outside of my comfort zone. And, yeah. um, but that was just really helpful to be able to just type in the exact details of what I was looking for um, yeah. to try and pick, <laughs> narrow yeah. it down and actually say, we're going to go with this one, which I have not done yet, but um, we're in the process. So <laughs> yes. That's so fun. And, and you have so many fun ideas throughout the space. Like you, I know you've pinned like reading nooks Mm -hmm. and like fun bunk ideas for your girls. Mm -hmm. Will you just talk about some of those like fun things that you've thought about putting in this home? Yeah, I, there, it's kind of a blank slate there. I love built-ins and a lot of our other houses came with their own built-ins because older homes have that. Mm -hmm. And so looking at this house, it's not, it's not a huge house. It's, it's just the right size for us. And we were able to frame in an extra bedroom to make it a full five bedrooms for our family of seven. Um, so it, we're kind of having to really think about how to best use the space that we have and what do we want, you know, in those spaces. So I have a few books are a big, big part of our home and decor and just they're in every room yeah. of our house. So kind of finding spots to do some maybe um, wall book bookshelves um, and then with a nook underneath um, that would be for being cozy and just sort of like a built-in couch almost Yeah, um, with pillows and a cushion there um, in the corner of the living room. And then I'd like to do a couple more um, wall shelves for books and pictures. One thing that I have discovered over the years of living in houses for short term is that I'm, I'm planning to hang pictures on the walls, but I really like just setting pictures and moving them around. And I guess if you stick a nail on the wall, you're kind of like, you're committed, Committed, right? (laughs) So, um, having this shelf that I'm planning to just set and be able to swap out different pictures on, I'm really excited about that. So it's for pictures and I'll just set them across the top and be able to, you know, move them you know, in different seasons or whatever. So that's going to be fun. I don't know how soon all of these coming together, like finishing touches, things will happen, but we have time and it's just a work in progress. So, yeah, but lots of dreaming and I have specific places for each one of these special things that I, um, yeah, and we're still trying to figure out the girls for their bunk beds that their roof kind of has a slant to it. So we're not sure how it's going to work with bunk beds, but I know that maybe, at some point we'll build something custom or, you know, I don't, something simple, but, but um, they're excited about that and looking forward to it. And we're just still trying to figure out like what's going to work with our space. But Yeah. Well, and I love the ones that I've seen you pin even because it kind of gives them their own little cubby. And yes. I think especially when you have a lot of kids, like giving them that space that they kind of have ownership over uh-huh. makes a big difference just to a person's psyche. 
Uh huh. David really yeah. wants the girls to have drawers in the bottom of their beds so they can literally dump their clothes off their bed in their drawers yeah. and shove it closed. But it's pretty funny. The little girls, the three little girls, will have the room that's the farthest removed from the rest of the house because he doesn't want their mess to spill like, down there. We love them and we love their mess. But yeah, we think that we can contain it where their bedroom is, like yeah. upstairs, you know, on the far end. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I am trying to get back on top of my life this July. I am sick of living in survival mode, and I'm trying to start planning again and thinking about moving forward. And one of the ways that I am doing that is with Plan to Eat. I love planning my meals. It's been a bit of a struggle for the past couple of months, but now getting back on top of things, I'm like, this is one of the number one things that I can do to feel like I'm owning my life. I'm taking responsibility for it. I'm thriving again. I'm not just living day to day. By using Plan to Eat's incredibly simple software that is so well thought out, I can very easily drag and drop my meal plan onto my calendar and know exactly what I need to buy. They have a super handy shop list that's right on my plan to eat app in my phone so I always have it wherever I go. I can even plan on the go if I want to because we actually are starting to have more things going on in our lives which is fabulous. I love this app though for helping me to be able to stay on top of things wherever I'm at and when I want to add new recipes to the app it's super simple to just clip them right off the web and add them straight into plan to eat. It just self-populates, gives me the quantities and ingredients and everything I need. It's so so simple. You can even create menus that you can save and use later on so it saves you the time and the effort in the future even. It's just so well thought out and you can share your menus and your meal plans with friends to help give each other ideas and take some of the work off your plate. Plan to Eat is a subscription service. It normally sells for $39 a year or $4.99 a month, but they will give you 60 days free. That could get you basically through the rest of summer, planning out your meals, really sinking into it, getting on top of your life, and giving you a really good snapshot of how Plan to Eat works with your life. So just go to plantoeat.com lovely to be able to try it out for six 60 days free. That's plantoeat.com slash lovely. I like what you were saying about it being a work in progress. And I know uh-huh. from my house, it's very much felt that way. You know, when mm-hmm. I moved in, I knew that I really wanted my kids' rooms to feel set up. I wanted those to be the most done spaces because I wanted them to feel like it was home right mm-hmm. away. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I got the little like foil dots to put on the walls and like artwork and like all Mm -hmm. that stuff for my girls and their bedding and a bookshelf and like all those things that I wanted to just be there when they got there Mm -hmm. and my boys room had artwork and and that sort of thing and I had like a a decent amount in the living room you know Mm -hmm. enough to feel like okay this this is home Mm-hmm. But the the rest of it has really been a work in progress. Like my room mm-hmm. is kind of like low man on the totem pole. <laughs> and and my outdoor space, especially like I had one little planter last summer that my mm-hmm. mom had gotten me for Mother's Day. And I had two chairs and a little round table. But beyond that, 
there wasn't anything. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. and also we had neighbors who made it very difficult to want to spend much like relaxing time outside. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I got to a point, I think I wanted to do more with it, but especially because of the neighbors, I just kind of gave up and was like, I'm not going to go sit out there in the evening. Like that's, that's just not going to be a thing this summer. Mm -hmm. I let it go. Well, the neighbors moved out and I have been surprised like what a little sanctuary space that's like this year as Mm -hmm. I've really invested in it and like really created a vision for the space of what it could be. And it's been so many of the little touches that you think Mm -hmm. don't really matter that much, but then when you have them, it makes such a difference mm-hmm. like um you know I got these lights that I really like and I got mm-hmm. way more planters of flowers and I even thought of like oh in this back corner I want like something taller to yes. face and so I got this grass that's growing really tall and then the I think one of the biggest things that has really made it feel like a space I want to be in has been the rug and mm. I was so mm-hmm. hesitant to buy it because it was a little bit more on the spendy side but then I saw that Target had them on sale and I like ran up there as mm-hmm. I found that and debated with the lady at the checkout like no it, I know this is on sale <laughs> you and I'm not usually that person either to like be very vocal about that <laughs> I like I know this is on sale and it just like has helped tie the space so together that mm-hmm. it feels homey now and it feels mm-hmm. like I put my imprint on it and I just love being out there I've spent so much time out there even yes. kids have been gone like mm-hmm. I've gone out there and worked and mm-hmm. it's just it's been this place that I know that if people ever came to my house which they rarely do <laughs> then you know we could go sit out on the back mm-hmm. patio you know like mm-hmm. it just has I don't know why it's been so transformative, but I think it's given us more ownership over this space too, even though Mm -hmm. we're just renting, like every little thing that we do to make it a little bit more ours, it just makes it feel more like home. And, you know, we could be here for a very long time. So I kind of feel like, you know, why not? Why not just Mm -hmm. go ahead and pour in and and do those things? Mm -hmm. And it's been so good to just specifically have that space this spring mm-hmm. and summer and I'm, I'm excited to see kind of like as because our weather has just sort of been turning <laughs> to yeah. get nicer very recently uh-huh. so I'm excited to see you know over the next couple of months like being able to sit out there while the girls are playing and the sprinklers mm-hmm. and you know that sort of thing I'm just so looking forward to yeah it's been nice to have that space I love that you invested in that space because well what for one thing it is really amazing. And I've been thinking about this. Like if you kind of switch your thoughts about hostessing and what it's just so much easier if you have someone over and have them outside and not feel like it opens up so much more time to spend with people. If you don't feel like you have to have your house perfect yeah. because literally they're coming to see you. They don't have to be in the house a lot. So it doesn't feel like you have to spend the whole day cleaning to make it ready for company. But if you have a space outside that you can invite, Hey, can you come over and we'll have coffee in the morning or whatever? And then you sit outside. It just takes a lot of pressure off you to be able to offer that to yeah. that space because it's just, it's ready to go. And there's something about outdoor spaces that is really 
I think it's because it, there's just a lot of peace. There's the birds singing. There's mm-hmm. um, you're outside. You're like breathing fresh air, and I mean you're seeing green and the sky. And I just feel closer to Jesus and closer to God when I'm outside. So ha- creating an outside space is, I feel like, really special in your home. Like to do that yeah. is is for me. It's my favorite spot. Usually, is an yeah. out, outdoor space, um, and I will gravitate towards it in the morning, in the evening, and um, definitely when people are, are at our house. I love being able to be outside. Yeah. So I and just you, love that you have invested in that. And I'm so happy that you bought that rug and you knew that you wanted that rug. And it was still, that's a good like kind of rule of thumb. If it's still, you're thinking about it after you left it the first time for weeks and yeah. it, that's for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get it out of your mind. <laughs> and it truly like made so much of a difference. Covering mm-hmm. up, you know, part of that concrete mm-hmm. made it feel less like a rental and more mm-hmm. like a home. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's been, there are other spaces in my house that I'm still planning on, you know, doing some things with. And yes. Like, over time, I've, I've even considered putting up like removable wallpaper and stuff mm-hmm. like that because yeah. it's those little touches mm-hmm. that really transform a space in a big way mm-hmm. and make it feel like your own, like you mm-hmm. have some ownership over yes. it. Yes. I'm hoping, you know, once it gets too cold for me to be outside, I'm hoping to do something in my bedroom this fall. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously it's like financially, if that's possible, (laughs) but I just seeing what a life-giving space it has been for me to be able to go out on my back porch and have it be like, even like just little things. I mean, the kids kind of took it over last year, but I still have like the bucket of toys in the back behind that it's organized, but it's still like, they know when they walk out there, like, oh, it's not they're not just going to ransack it because they can tell it's more beautiful too. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and I would like to have a space like that as we go into the fall and winter months where it's like kind of my sanctuary spot that I know I can retreat to and catch my breath in. Mm-hmm. So I'm-, I'm so excited for you to have that. I think that's a great goal too, to be like, by the time you have to wrap up with your outdoor space, let's have your, your room set up and ready to go and I I kind of foresee like a fun work day maybe even a girl's work day or we'll pull the guys in too to do the guy stuff but but let's make it happen I am excited you need that you need that for the winter um you know it's really important yeah so I need to start making my Pinterest board so yes you do yes get it together and make it yeah the way that I want it Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to start thinking about it and dreaming about it and even that part of it is fun Yes, it is. Even that part is, it's free, right? Yeah. And it's life-giving. And I, a lot of times when I've looked at the things where, you know, I say I can't have that. It's too expensive. It would take too much. It's too custom. It's too whatever. Um, I, if you just kind of sit with the thought and the idea for a while and how could I make this something like this work or that feels like this? Yeah. Um, it just kind of changes, you know, maybe, maybe I'm not buying the most expensive top of the line, whatever grade of wood floor or whatever. Yeah. But it's the look that I'm going for is going to work. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. we're still, it still feels like home. <laughs> yeah. And I think another part of it too, is like a lot of times for me, I think I don't do things because I think, well, 
I'm, I'm just in the waiting and this is going to change. And so like, I shouldn't invest this money here because what if I were to meet somebody and then we were to decide to get married and then we were going to move and like, will Mm -hmm. I have wanted to spend the money here? But for me, it's deciding that like, you know what, I'm not going to live in a state of waiting. I'm going Mm -hmm. to live my life now the way I want to live it. And so when Mm -hmm. I decorate my bedroom, I'm going to decorate it for me, not for the thought of like, oh, but would a guy like this at some point, if I were to get married again? No, there is no man. So I'm going to enjoy what I want to without having to compromise with somebody and just doing what I like and what I want to do. And it's okay to not just constantly be living in that state of waiting. Yeah. So you're going to embrace that and you're, and that will give you the freedom to be able to do exactly what you want to do because you get to pick that right now. That's yeah. that. And then, you know, future seasons that could look totally different, but for now there is, it's just, there's something so good. I feel about, about embracing the transition and embracing the middle yeah. and even making rental homes pretty, you know, even, um, you know, investing in that in a temporary place in a, for sure. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beauty matters. Yes. Whether it's it permanent does. or temporary. <laughs> yes. It's so, it truly, truly. But today matters. it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to talk, this is totally transitioning too, but still on the decor theme, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, you were talking about like you, David had a very like specific idea of how he wanted the floors and uh-huh. that sort of thing. And I think that you're doing a really good job as you're looking at all of these things of looking at trends and things yes. that you like with the trends, but then also looking down the road of things that can last beyond just something that's going to be super trendy right now. Right. Yeah. Um, and how have you reached that balance? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we were just kind of, when we we're looking at flooring, for instance, there's a lot of gray right now on floors. It's mm-hmm. super trendy. And I just feel like that, um, trying to stay away from anything that you feel like could be soon, like mm-hmm. not trendy, <laughs> but just has that more classic feel. Yeah. And so, um, but still with that, like modern edge, yes. I don't know. I think it's just sitting with things for a while and not making <laughs> quick decisions. Um, yeah. We have a funny story about our floor that we almost completely purchased the the wrong floor. And we had all picked it too from the yeah. sample. I mean, friends had looked at it. You looked at it. We all yeah. were like, oh yeah, we love this one. But then um, it just had, I had this nagging thought in the back of my mind that with the sample, I should probably see what the whole floor looks like laid out in a picture, you know, mm-hmm. um, before I go and buy the whole thing. Um and it was pretty, it was light and it had a few like, um, warmer, darker knots and veining yeah. in it and uh, that were kind of a soft brown. Um, so we went to the flooring store and we were like, Hey, we're just curious if we could, what is the name of this floor? This was a good tip too. And what, and she's like, Oh, it's this hickory. And we're like, wait, hickory is probably, I, we don't think that's the look we're going for. And sure enough, we looked at the whole box and they were like, that was the lightest piece in the box. And there were pieces Ugh. that were completely dark with it. So it was going to look like a patchwork quilt, Ugh. which was not the look no. for at all. So um, that was just an interesting thing to realize, oh, okay, yeah, that all matters. We need to, to look into that more. And if we'd yeah. hurried and been like, oh, let's call and buy it right now. Oh, we would have been, we would have regretted it so much. And that would have yeah. been a waste 
Um, yeah. I don't even know if you can return flooring. I kind of, yeah, yeah I'm not sure. I don't know <laughs> but, um, so anyway, just some of those things sitting with it for a while. And then, um, yeah, I don't even know how my process is just, I guess if it's still there and I'm still thinking about it a few days into considering and comparing with other things, then I feel like that's what I usually end up going with. Mm -hmm. Um, instead of trying to like decide right away, like, do I still like it three days later and looking at it again? Is it still something that's going to be, feel like it will last, but yeah. it'll be for like a long term. Like I'm still going to love it in 15 years, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think so. that is really important that like sitting with it, not buying mm -hmm. it, just like on a rash decision, like, Oh, right. I love that. Yes. Oh, I fallen in love. Like usually yeah. when we do that, I'm not speaking from experience or anything, but when we do that with <laughs> anything in our life where it's like, oh, I'm in it, then, you know, maybe you lose some, some long <laughs> vision of what could happen. So oh. it's a good idea to sit with it for a minute before you yes. make any decisions. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Oh. So you, though, you keep a very like bright light space. I think you do such a good job of like you were saying, like the clean lines and making everything feel like open, but still homey and beautiful. <sighs> and you use a lot of whites. Like you guys are going to go with a lot of white walls, yeah. aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, my dear friend, Leslie, she's so cute. She has, the, I guess I learned this from her. I caught this in her, but she has a rule. It's the 80-20 rule. So it's 80% white, 20% pops of color. Oh. Um, anyhow, so that is her rule of thumb that she goes by. I don't know that I'm quite 80%, but I do, I'm really leaning towards, well, my word of the year this year is light. So yeah, yeah. everything does is really about that in this new house. Um, and there's just big, beautiful windows that kind of bring the outside in. And I just want to go with that feel um, yeah. for now. So yeah, a lot of the walls will definitely be um, brighter than what we've ever had before in any other house. So this is a new, we're leading into kind of a new feel, but I'm what I'm really excited for and ready yeah. for. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see how it all comes together. And then, I mean, you're doing a big kitchen renovation because yeah. the kitchen was pretty small. And I love yeah. that one of the places where you are including color is in the cabinets. Right. Yeah. So we decided we're trying to to renovate and make the kitchen work without doing a full renovation because kitchen yeah. renovations are yeah. very spendy. Um, so we're leaving the cabinets, the original cabinets in, and then what we decided to do is we're just going to paint the lower a color. And we found it was quite, it took a lot of searching, but I found this color off of a Pinterest inspiration of a beautiful home that they remodeled and renovated. And after looking for a long time to find it, I, I kind of pinpointed the color. And so we're going to go with, it's kind of a dark, beautiful, kind of muted teal, I would almost mm -hmm. say, um, for the lower cabinets. And then the uppers will stay white. And instead of, um, yeah, we are going to change the countertops. Um, I don't know what they'll be yet. Probably something light, white, gray. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then we're moving the fridge to get more counter space. So we're doing... Um, it will be it will be a totally different kitchen when we're finished with it, but we're not doing a super major kitchen renovation. Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to work with what we have and what we can um, to keep it affordable, and yet it should really change the whole feel and look of the kitchen. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'll be. I'm really excited for the kitchen. 
I know. Well, and I was so shocked when you showed me the picture that was your inspiration. I was like, oh my gosh, I have seen another renovation where they use this exact picture, so but it was fun. for an RV, <laughs> like with, so on fun. North and South when yes. they got their RV, I don't know, a year ago and they did their major renovation. And that was a brand new RV. If you guys have not seen this thing, you've got, we're going to have to link it in the show notes because they yes. took you through the full renovation of this space. And it was a brand new RV. RV and they ripped out everything from this Whoa. brand new RV. I mean, they sold the couch and everything it had never even been sat on. And they just, oh they goodness. gutted this brand new RV. Well, it's a trailer. It's not an RV. Yeah. But, and they redid the whole thing and they did the kitchen based on the picture that you had, which was uh-huh. beautiful. And we should link to some of your Pinterest boards in these sure, shows yeah. because yeah. they're so beautiful. But it was so interesting to see this little RV space made over based on like a home kitchen. Yes. And it really like, it turned out amazing. And then they did all these interesting things. Like they use really um, vibrant wallpaper in these little teeny trailer bathrooms. And it it came out so cool. I mean, they, something I would have never thought there was this like pink, um cactus wallpaper like like it was it's so like not what you would expect to just walk in there and be like I love this but the way they did it it looked so cool and just really unexpected things like that I think sometimes Uh you see a picture online of just the wallpaper just you know one little thing and be like oh that's crazy but then when you see how people who are just so creative put it to use and you're like this is gorgeous I never thought uh-huh. this like cartoon uh-huh. cactus wallpaper would be <laughs> can like, work thing of envy but it's oh. so amazing yeah oh my goodness I love that they took that they did that because that just takes so much confidence when you're oh I know but, but it also is a difference between what you know making it your own and and owning yes. it and having it feel like home and yeah that, I it's so funny but I've been wondering when I would feel like at home at this new house. And it was so interesting because I feel like every house has been something different. And the other day when we got in there, we were starting to tear out the carpet. I had asked David, like, can I do some carpet? Can I tear some out? I just felt like I want to be like a part of this process. And the minute I started pulling the carpet out, I felt like I was home. Yeah. So just saying, like, I'm embracing the fact that we're going to make this our own. It was just a yeah. really cool um, place to be like, oh, okay, that's when I felt it. And then later yeah. that evening, you guys, I don't know uh, we, if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I have this whole thing with these, the story about the bells in my life and in my home. Yeah. And the kids were playing in the pool and they were splashing. And all of a sudden I hear this faint sound of bells coming through the yard just really softly. And I was—I thought I was imagining it, and I wasn't. There were bells ringing. So some—I—I'm not even sure what church, but one of the churches in our on the South Hill and close by, um, yeah. the bells reached this new home, and I went racing in. I was screaming, "David, come here, come here!" And he was like, "What?" I scared him. I think he thought yeah. someone drowned or something for a minute. But I'm like, "You have to come listen." And I was like, "Just listen." And the kids are being loud and screaming and playing, and giggling and stuff in the pool, but. After a few minutes, he was just we were quiet. I hear him. I hear him. They're here. So it could even be the same bells you're hearing at your rental. That's what we were trying to figure out. Are they the ones that are here? And David thinks they are. So it just was like, 
such a yeah. good day of, of feeling like we're at home, even though we won't be living there for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway. I love that. Well, and it's interesting too. I mean, you've obviously you've always been able to like do stuff with the house itself, but like you said, like the, the yard was really your main focus in the last house and, Mm -hmm. you know, putting in all of your plants and they have names. It's so funny to listen to you and Katie like (laughs) refer to plants by like, it's yes. not like, oh, the carnation. That's not what I'm talking about, guys. They'll be like, oh, do you, did you bring your Rupert Everett? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's just like, you have like these names of the roses, like the yes. thing. And, and yeah. so, but this yard is, is in. So, mm-hmm. and there, well, tell them about the roses. I don't remember oh. what crazy name it is. Well, when we were uh, leaving our other house and saying goodbye, I had so many people ask, why are you going to dig up your rose bushes and take them with you? And I thought, oh, I wish I could, but they're so big. I was afraid that it, mm-hmm. well, it would have left a big hole in the yard for one thing, but I just think they wouldn't just survive the move. They're too big yeah. for that. Yeah. And so I thought, no, you know what? They they belong in this yard. They need to stay here. And that was fine. And it, I was thinking, you know, I can always get more later down the road. I can buy new ones or buy the same ones. And yeah, we were talking about my favorite rose um, at my old house was called Evelyn. And it's actually a rose that my mom's had for years at her house. And it's just a really pretty peachy. It's an English garden rose. So it has like the really lots of petals. It's a really full, almost has, looks like a peony. Um, mm-hmm. And they're very fragrant and beautiful. And um so it was just, I noticed at the new house that there are rose bushes in the back, but not, it didn't ever occur to me that it could be the same ones that I had planted at my house. Yeah. But um, when we first bought the house, the new house, they were all out in the back, but not in bloom yet. And so this last week when we went back to look at it one last time before it became ours, the roses had started to bloom and I'm not even kidding, but Evelyn was back there blooming yeah. in this new backyard. And I just, it was another like, oh, thank you, Jesus. That's such a gift. You didn't have to do that. It just felt so intimately like for me that he cared enough, like, yeah. and knew that this rose was going to be waiting for me at the new house. So, um, I, it, yeah, oh, I still get goosebumps even just telling that, that yeah. we were so, I'm just so thankful. And another confirmation that, nope, this is, this is our new home and we're supposed to be here. And, um, the little, you know, the little things that mean so much. Yeah. So (laughs) I love that. I just love that story. Just those like little gifts and graces that are Mm -hmm. so sweet. And, but are there a lot of other things that you will be changing about the backyard or what is your vision there? Yeah, you know what? I just almost need to make space so that some of the shrubs that aren't my favorite, I don't mm-hmm. even know what they're called. They're the old shrubs that I don't know what their names are, the, the ones that are not lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um, those will probably come out to make space for more peonies and things like that, you know, yeah. that I do love and want to be able to plant more in. And um, yeah, and I there's a, a grass that's growing in the back right now that's so beautiful. And I would love to do some more grasses and excited about doing some pots um maybe getting some height in the back um, around the pool and uh, oh my goodness there's just so many things that are gonna have to go on a wish list um, of oh, things yeah. that you need like, like lounge chairs for your pool and things like that that I over time will would like to be able to you know add to the backyard but um uh it's just a really peaceful peaceful space and I felt so silly because we were calling it the pool house for a long time and I thought you know what I I don't really want it to be known for the 
pool, I guess, mainly. I, I was thinking, I really want an actual name for this house that feels, um, I don't know, that has more meaning, that's more lovely, I guess. And yeah. so um was thinking about that and praying over what the house should be called. And a few weeks ago, I, it just came to me out of nowhere. But I, there are, we, it's close by a pond, so there's so many birds in the backyard. And all you hear really is bird song in the hmm. backyard, except for when the kids are splashing yeah. in the pool, which is a pretty amazing sound but um so I decided that I'm calling this house bird song oh so, um, I love and David, that David was like last night I guess I'd forgotten to tell him he's like what what are we gonna call the house what do you want to call it and um I said well I already named it I hope you like it and so when I told him it's bird song he's like I love that it's perfect so Aww. I guess he agrees <laughs> I love that have you named your other houses no we haven't named our other houses so I just felt like this house deserved a name. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Maybe because it feels more like we're settling in and this is more, you know, this is not a flip. This is not a temporary turn yeah. around in two years and sell it and move to the next house sort of a yeah. house. So it it's felt a like it worthy a of a name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that bird song. That's... Yeah. <laughs> I love it, Shell. Well, mm. I am so excited. I get to go see the new house today yes. and I've been Can't so eager. I've driven by it numerous times but yeah I'm so excited to get to go in and see what you guys are doing and I just I know what your last house ended up meaning to me mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. even like your rental like you were saying the community yeah. that we mm -hmm. established there has been so mm -hmm. amazing yeah so I'm just so eager as your friend to be able to see like what God does with this space and mm. and getting to be there and enjoy mm -hmm. it with you and see mm -hmm. you in your element is just so much fun. So, mm. I'm so we excited. just can't wait to share it. <laughs> I know you can't. You're so <laughs> Okay. Well, I hope that gave people some inspiration and ideas mm -hmm. about their own spaces, maybe thinking about things differently and kind of setting up some of those, you know, little nooks and spaces mm -hmm. for themselves to be able to truly enjoy their their space that they have and yes. what God has given them. And, mm -hmm. and right now, even in mm -hmm. waiting time or whatever, mm -hmm. that hopefully we've encouraged you to be able to kind of sink in and enjoy your spaces more than maybe you have. Yes. All right, Shovel, thanks mm. so much for chatting with me again. Oh, thanks for letting me share just about where we're at and, yeah. and you know, this new home. And I just hope it, um, yeah, inspires and encourages us to um, make home wherever we are. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. I love you. I love you too. And love to all you lovelies out there. Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Okay, ladies, that's it for this episode. You can go to boldturquoise.com slash 172 to find all of today's show notes. And of course, use our links that go over to Amazon to help support the show. That's a really easy way if you're doing Amazon shopping. Just go over to boldturquoise.com slash 172, click on any of the links, and then buy whatever you want. You don't even have to buy what that link went to, but it gives us a little bit of credit without costing you a penny more. Thank you for supporting our sponsors and leaving those ratings and reviews in iTunes. 
iTunes. That's especially important right now as we are just a little bit slower in our schedule that's releasing. And so I really appreciate all the support that you guys are giving, telling your friends about the show, getting us new listeners, even when we're in these kind of difficult times. I really, really appreciate all of you who have rallied behind Cultivating the Lovely and are sharing it with your friends and your family. It means so, so much to me. I also had a lot of fun last week getting to hear back from a lot of you. I got a lot more feedback about last week's episode than I normally do, and I love hearing from you guys. So whether it is reaching out to me through Patreon or Instagram, those are the two main ways that I hear from all of you. I love to be able to interact with you, so don't be shy. Get a hold of me, especially find me on Instagram. It's so easy, at Mackenzie Kappa. I would love to chat with you there. Okay, until we are back with the show again, ladies, go be bold and gracious. Oh, 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 oh,